Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Tough Talk tonight. As always, I'm your host, Lucas Biggers. Alongside me, uh, we'll have a load of people today. I believe you're on the line there, Rob. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? <clears throat> well, interesting uh, week for boxing here. Um, of course, we've been wanting the heavyweight division to be back in the talks and be back in the front running uh, of the sport for quite some time. And, Rob, it looks like we're going to be getting that soon, right? Thank God. Finally. Finally, we have some heavyweights to talk about. Um, the main ones being Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. I'm not going to bring up Anthony Ass Juice Joshua as of yet because he's been a, nothing but a disappointment. And, yes, I called him Ass Juice on air. That's what AJ stands for in my book. And uh, you're calling him Ass Juice because just he don't he, – he didn't want to fight Wilder? Is, is that where those hate's coming from? He he doesn't fight. He didn't want to fight Wilder. He made a big issue about the uh, about the negotiations. From everything I understand, Wilder agreed to everything, but there was no date, time, venue, none of that on the contract. Joshua's name wasn't even mentioned. So he's duck. He's he's doing a lot of shucking and jiving, and he's ducking people in my book. But are you a Floyd Mayweather fan? What's that got to do with <laughs> don't this? Those, don't those two things go hand in hand? I mean, uh, you know, conversations no, going Floyd, on Floyd making a big deal out of everything. Floyd, Floyd never oh, ducked Floyd. anybody like this. He never came out and said, no, I'm not going to fight this dude. With the Pacquiao negotiations earlier on, we all know what happened with that. He said, take the drug test. Everybody knows that. Pacquiao said no just to agree with it later on in life. So you got to get into people's demands eventually, especially if you wanted all that money. So yeah, eventually that, that made him buckle to uh, his will. But so with Fury this weekend, I got to say though, I'm not impressed. And uh, I can imagine you weren't either there. With, um, he does not like with, with Fury. And his performance oh, this really? past weekend, um, I mean, it honestly worries me that uh, he's nowhere near ready and back to form for a guy like Deontay Wilder who's coming in to knock him out. Well, here's the thing. Um, he wasn't he wasn't that bad. He won the fight, and he won the fight in dominant fashion. But look at his opponent. He played down to the level of competition. My thing with Tyson Fury is at this age and at the level he's been at, this is your shot. You have to go for it. There is going to be no resurrection of his career. I think that when he was in his prime um, and, and then he took that time off, that made a major, major dent. And I don't think it's something that you can really ever come back from. So this is really his only time, in my opinion, for him to make a move and make something like this happen and let the chips fall where they may. That being said, Tyson Fury has always proven to be a, a fighter his whole life. The man is a fighter, and he's a great fighter, and an undefeated one at that. 
So I agree with making this move at this time in his career. Um, if he's ever going to come back, this is the time now. That we can't wait for later. It can't be two years down the line, especially the way that things worked in boxing in the heavyweight division. We don't know if it will still be there for him in the next two years. That that being said, my question to everybody, too, is really who is Tyson Fury, though? Because <laughs> at his prime, we really don't know how good he is. Nobody believed, none of y'all believed that he would beat Klitschko the way he did. Of course, that happened. Just like nobody's going <laughs> to believe that he's going to be able to compete in this fight. Hold on. And I believe he said the way it. <laughs> You're saying the way it happened, like like he won in some amazing dramatic fashion. Fury Klitschko is one of the ugliest, most boring fights my eyes have ever witnessed. And which a fight that Fury won single handedly that nobody predicted he would even be close in that fight. Close to what is the question? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh... The problem here, and the problem with a lot of heavyweights, is a lot of people skate by on their size. Um, I'll honestly say, though, Klitschko has some boxing ability, um, even though he did you know, use his weight and lay on a lot of guys. Uh, he did actually box and, and able to keep people on the outside. From what I've seen of, of Wilder, I mean, he, he does have these random wild throws, and Fury comes very unorthodox as well. If it doesn't end in a knockout soon, you're going to see another ugly-ass Klitschko Fury type fight, I think. And, and I don't which think I, I strongly disagree. Well, take away, Shakira. I don't think I could take another Klitschko Fury. I mean, that was pretty rough. I, I think the only actual action occurred in the 10th round and it was only like maybe uh, like one combo by fury i mean and 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 klitschko he had like he was already retired like i don't know if that was a good way to judge him as far as fury as far as fury's ability i'll just say um I think that he's, you know, trying to cash in with the Wilder situation, but but also, I mean, he's trying to give it his, you know, that what they call the old college try, like to try to, you know, show that he does have a higher skill level, and and I believe he does have a higher skill level than a lot of heavyweights right now. So thank you. And, and period, can we not say that at the time of his of his issues was Tyson Fury not one of the best heavyweights out there at that time? Can we not say that, Lucas? Oh, uh, he was dropped by a cruiserweight, <laughs> at which he won. At, at which he won. Now you're not giving Steve Cunningham enough credit. Steve Cunningham fought his ass off in that fight. Probably was, oh, it no, was no, no, the no. best I'm, performance. I'm giving. I'm giving Steve credit. In fact, I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for Steve Cunningham. What I'm saying is, is straight out of Steve Cunningham's mouth. When we interviewed him, he says, hey, man, I'm a cruiserweight. He is putting on – he can't put on enough pounds to keep himself at heavyweight. So he's literally saying, I am a cruiserweight. I cannot stay at heavyweight. He says that he takes all this uh, you know, weight gainer. And everything, and by the time he works out, he's actually lost weight. He cannot gain weight to save his life. 
So me saying that he's a cruiserweight is not in any form disrespecting him. In fact, it's complimenting him, saying that he was able to drop Tyson Fury with that hand. And this isn't this isn't cutting down Steve either, but for Steve, he does not hit that hard for a heavyweight. His his power did not transcend. He got dropped. It just means that Deontay can drop him. So it's more of, of just a size thing with these two heavyweights going at it. Um, and honestly, right. right now, especially after that, that previous fight, I don't think Fury is anywhere near ready. I think it's going to be a, a quick knockout from what I can tell. Um, but this is all also just basing on his last fight. Again, I don't know you know, what he's going to do in preparation to the fight. I don't know if it's even going to be before the end of the year. We may be seeing this you know, Ooh. next year around this time. Now they, they believe by the end of the year, but who's to say that it doesn't get pushed back or, you know, a toe injury. Well, yeah, that, that's a possibility. Cause I mean, it's already been reported that Fury said he wished that, you know, he could get another fight in before Wilder. So that's mm-hmm. something that Fury put out there, but I'm not sure if he's saying, you know, since there's already supposed to be a contract in hand with Wilder, I'm I'm not sure if he's saying like if he had it his way, he would prefer to have another fight before Wilder, um, or mm-hmm. if that's something that he's putting out there as a possibility, you know, in order to put the fight back a little bit more next year. But Wilder, right. I mean, as far as everybody's always talking about how Wilder, you know, he he doesn't his boxing is kind of wild and everything, but I mean, to me, it don't matter. Cause if he gets you hurt, you're done. Like <laughs> that's what every fan <laughs> dreams see. It's like, <laughs> to me, I'm like, everybody's all like stuck on, Oh, well he doesn't box this way. And his fundamentals are bad and this and that. But like, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but if he gets your ass hurt, you done. It's a wrap for the night. Like, <laughs> It doesn't matter to yeah, me whether or not he's boxing fundamentally or if he, you know, but then when he does box, you know, he can pull a Severn out of him, you know, where, where you get, you know, like a, a stiff jab and then, you know, the old good one-two. And that's all you need when you got that type of power that Wilder has. So I kind of like lean towards not using that as a, you know, a way to demean Wilder's skills as far as a boxer because it's like at the end of the day he's still hurting people I agree he's definitely still hurting people but how much skill though is needed to to hurt someone I mean we can't deny some of the things we saw from him I mean like a leaping spin around uppercut like (laughs) things that should never even be attempted in a boxing ring he can do it though because the man's tall, because he's extremely powerful, and because he has an extremely long range. Um, and, and all these reasons why I think he's going to be able to beat Fury. Um, and he's coordinated. But a lot of big guys, like Tyson Fury, he's an uncoordinated dude. Klitschko is kind of the same. Like, he's, he's not as coordinated. He can't, he can't move the same way as some of the littler guys do. So now, De- Deontay has that coordination at a size that you normally don't see. So that gives him a, a severe advantage off top, but he does constantly have his feet out of place. I mean, and, and you're right. It doesn't matter because when you're a heavyweight, 
90% of the division is sloppy. With sloppy fighting. Um, mm. Now, again, that's is not de- demeaning them by any means. I mean, obviously, there's um, historical fighters throughout the years, but in the the upcoming and, and the current era, I can't really name a, a very solid all-around boxer that's currently active. I will say Anthony Joshua is up there as far as skill and overall footwork and everything. You, you don't really see a lot of boxing technique in the heavyweight division. Guys, if you have another name, please shout it out. I'm going to have to go on that. Because <laughs> we were just There's really about, not. Yeah, we were just talking about how even on the pound for pound list, nobody was upset or had a heavyweight in the running to even be in the top 10. And like, you're like mm-hmm. sitting there like, wow. So I think somebody had a question. Was it Javi? He has he has said, well, if if there's a heavyweight that unifies all the belts, would you then say that they deserve to be on that, you know, top pound for pound list? And then I was still questioning it, like, mm. <laughs> like mm, that's a good, question, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, that that would guarantee a spot in the Hall of Fame because that would be like the, what the only undisputed champion of the. Uh, current era of the you know yeah. all these world That's titles true. now so that that would be the first so yeah, you gotta put them in there but but half for pound i mean yeah yeah i mean <laughs> it, it doesn't mean as much honestly it doesn't you can't say the guy's moving up and uh like like loma or you know crawford or garcia mm-hmm. pacquiao even i mean and he's been on the slide lately so you can't you can't even put him above any of those guys, no matter if he unifies the division or not. So, yeah, you're, you're right. The heavyweights, uh, as much as we said there's excitement now, there's still right. really not a solid foundation of boxers. There's just excitement, that's all. Right. I mean, if I had to put any of them on there, and I know I'm going to get some pushback, but, I mean, as far as skill level is concerned, I think Ortiz is just as much up there as a as a Fury would be or AJ or somebody like that because you know the pedigree is there. I agree. I think I think Ortiz is fair. He's a Cuban boxer. He comes from actually a, a boxing background. Um, not necessarily a slugger, even though he is you know a big powerful guy. So um, I have no problem with putting Ortiz on that list too. Good solid foundation. Good a uh, good boxer, and he's exciting too. He adds some of the excitement to that list as well. And I don't think he should be discredited. I, I would like to also see an AJ Ortiz. I would love to see that fight. Um, yeah. That it gets made, but I'd love <laughs> to see it. Yeah, I'd love to well, see that. Well, Ash Juice is going to avoid that fight any way possible. Okay. However, however, <clears throat> you guys are severely discredited in the heavyweight division, the division in which I love. And, yes, Deontay Wilder should be on the top 10 pound-for-pound list. Have he beat a guy like Tyson Fury? Um, I think he should be up there, fighter of the year candidate with the type of year that he had with dismantling Ortiz and exposing him, Um, possibly fighting and probably dismantling Tyson Fury. I think Deontay Wilder is a a very dangerous fighter, more dangerous probably the dangerous man on the planet if he goes through those type type of guys in one year. 
I mean, but we're not trying to compare. I mean, we're not trying to say that he's not, you know, worthy of like fighter of the year or something like that. But when you're talking about the pound for pound list, it's like you're saying, well, we think that this guy is better than this this boxer is better than this other boxer. Like now you're comparing boxers' skill level, their power, their wins, their losses, um, all kinds of huh. things going to that. So it's like you would have really, yeah. Where to put them at on a so outside of the top, outside of the top five, it's a crapshoot. There really isn't any <laughs> any great top ten fighters. There's a great top five fighters out there right now. After the top five, to me, it's a crapshoot, and you have to throw a guy like Wilder in. He's had a hell of a career and a hell of a year, and the man is very dangerous. Mm. Oh. Um, very dangerous. Pound, pound I don't know where I would put him on pound for pound, to be honest. I don't know where it yeah. would be. Uh, outside of the top five, it is. It's a crapshoot. Kovalev's no longer there, obviously. Ward's retired. Um, you got the flyweight guys in there that really fight amongst each other, so there's really not a great, great fighter out of that division. <clears throat> so the, the middleweights, they all trade in shots. You got Danny Garcia, Sean Porter. They've all had losses on their career. Keith Thurman is inactive for two years. Who are you going to name on that list outside of the top five? Man, well, look, we were getting into arguments about where to even <laughs> the top five because we had Triple G still in the mix. We still had, they had Usyk as a, as a new person on the list. Uh, we were He's in a nobody. Vince and – nope. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Look, 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 Rob, pound for pound list, look, this is the way I envision it. Now, everybody's definition of pound for pound list vary, but mine is if you put somebody, you put all fighters in a machine to make them the same size, same weight, who's going to come out on top? And with Deontay Wilder's work, no, there's no fucking way. (laughs) Nobody has that power. Nobody has that power. Nobody has that power. You don't think Spence has that kind of power? Who? Really? Spence got put out of Floyd Mayweather's gym that time. He has no power. I'm sorry. Who was that? Spence. Errol Spence. Errol Spence. Power of DM. No, he hasn't knocked anybody out with one punch. Next question. Again, you're... you're, you're... (laughs) (laughs) Golovkin. You have to envision Deontay Wilder as like a middleweight. So compare him if he got shrunk down to a middleweight versus Golovkin. Golovkin knocks him out. Still going, Golovkin still still going by the power. Golovkin, Golovkin not only knocks him out, he embarrasses him. So not mm-hmm. that that in itself means that he's not on the pound for pound list. Because I honestly don't have Golovkin too greatly high right now. Yeah, he he's kind of on the decline, but that's that's cool because people waited him out and tried to wait till he got old before they were willing to fight him. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's not all his fault, but yeah. <laughs> Rob, we, I just I don't see what you're saying. I mean, again, there's no disrespect to Wilder. He's he's gonna be a great heavyweight. I honestly think he has the ability to unify. Whether that will happen with uh, and become an undisputed heavyweight champion, I would love to see it, but I'm I'm thinking it's not happening. And while we're on the topic of who is, um, you know, Fury, who is Tyson, 
Fury and who is uh, Deontay Wilder. Who is Tyson Fury? I mean, yes, he beat Klitschko, and he's beaten Steve Cunningham. We talked about. Really, other than that, not a lot of names there. Mm. Do you guys name well, any? You you <laughs> you're discrediting him because of his layoff, and and that's what I spoke to earlier. It's because of the layoff. We don't really know how great Tyson Fury is. I thought he beat Klitschko before the decline. I really thought he beat Klitschko before he was declining. He exposed a lot in that fight about Klitschko's inability to engage. And I think that Tyson is a great mastermind when he's in the ring. Just looking at his last fight, yeah, it was a chump, but he was move he moves really well for a heavyweight in the ring. He knows the real estate when he's in the ring too. He has a great boxing IQ and the man is a fighter. I think he is a good heavyweight. I think he is up there between Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. The only issue with Klitschko is himself, and that's going to be a factor in it because the height and the buildup is going to be so huge. Will he have a relapse? Will he have an issue coming into this? You know, that, that to me is the biggest problem is Fury. Fury's biggest opponent is Tyson Fury. But see, right, that's guys, not going. the question he asked you. Who had he fought? That's the question he asked, and I had well, to actually be... look up his list just to see. Besides Cunningham and Klitschko, I was trying to see. Let's see who we got on this list. <laughs> well, to, to answer your question, he beat Klitschko, and 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 when Klitschko was one of the pound for pound fighters, that's enough for me. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't definitely have to agree with that one. What's up, Javi? Hey, What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Uh, I, I will have to I agree think, with I that one. I think it was also opposite because Klitschko was not used to somebody. He's never had to fight up in his life. He's never had to fight up. He was fighting down his whole life. He's punching a foot down, just beating up on these little dudes, and all of a sudden, <laughs> here come Tyson Fury. It's not like he beat he beat Klitschko's ass. Let's not get it twisted. He didn't beat up nobody. He outpointed him boringly to the point where I wanted to blow my own brains out. Nobody wanted to see that fight. He did not beat him. It was more just like, stay away from me. Stay away from me, pity pats. There was no big punches. There was not one this whole fight. He did not beat up anybody. And in fact, I would have loved if he didn't have his little spell and we could have saw a rematch directly after because I think Klitschko would have won. We'll never see it, but again, that's just a theory, and that's the way my expertise says. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the rest of you three think otherwise. Maybe you think Fury would beat him. Well, I don't you, know. Tell me. Well, you did kind of interrupt my man, Javi, when he was trying to agree with me. I'm sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> Javi. Well, no, nah, like, I, the way that I look at it, and, and I, I was having this conversation with somebody earlier, that Tyson Fury, he beat Klitschko, the man that um, basically took over the heavyweight division. And, yeah, you know, like, it wasn't that much um, talk around it, and, you know, people wasn't really paying attention to the heavyweight no more because it's been dead. But let's be honest, you know, he beat the man who beat the man who beat the man, and Klitschko was undefeated for almost 10 years before he lost to Tyson Fury. Now, the guy is entertaining in and outside the ring. He has this charisma around him, and, you know, that's, that's what gets some people to see him and want to see him fight. And I, I'm, I'm interested in this matchup with Wilder. You know, I want to see what it what, – what, what, imagine if he does the same thing 
that he did to Klitschko to Wilder. But let's let's remember now, Wilder yeah. and Klitschko used to spar together, and and Tyson Fury knows this. He could, not to mention the fact Joshua got knocked down by Klitschko. Fury never touched the canvas. That's Thank right. you, Javi. Great point. <laughs> you was really killing me with this ass juice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to use it, though. I am going to take it just to let you know. Yeah, and that's that's because name, Fury man. couldn't land anything. Fury couldn't land anything. Are you honestly telling me that you think Wilder can't land on, on Fury? We don't well, we, know we already saw what Cunningham did. We already saw what Cunningham did. But but he was able to keep Klitschko away from him. You think he's gonna keep be able to keep Wilder away from him? Uh, no. By I don't think line. he will. Man, I'm I don't about think to he will. I I'm telling you right now, if I mean if he got out of that Ortiz fight, I think he won't have a problem with Fury. Because Ortiz is technically skilled. It's not just all, I'm a bear in the ring and I'm big. It's, yeah. He's setting up traps for you. And he's trying to pick you apart before he give out of energy now. But he still has the ability to do that. So I don't. I I have to. You have to like. Okay, compare Fury versus uh, Ortiz as far as skill level, and then you you, you got your answer right there. Uh, I gotta agree. I think honestly, uh, from a fan standpoint, from a writer standpoint, um, I thought, and I still think Wilder Ortiz is a more competitive fight ever than what Wilder Fury is going to be. That's just me. Only time Ten times more so. Ten times more so. So I All right, I'm going to try to prove my point. No, not yet. Almost. I'm going to prove my point because I want to go round the table real quick. If you had to give an early prediction of a round or how it ends, go and, and keep it short. Javi? For Wilder uh, Tyson Fury. Fury? Yep. Yep. I will say uh, the 10th round of Wilder. Tenth round Wilder. Skura? Uh, I've been saying the seventh round Wilder. Rob. Okay. Here's the thing. They both know it needs no, to be no, a no, good no. fight. Not going to lie. They, they, they both know it needs to be a good <laughs> no, that's fight. Not fair. That they're is go- not fair. they're going to let the fight drag. Whether it be ugly or not, they're going to let it drag on. I think it does not end until the 11th, 12th round. Wilder. You out of your mind. Isn't it in the fourth round? Wilder. If that. <laughs> that that's, that's with Wilder carrying him. Hey, guys. I, I'm just happy. I'm just happy that. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. You said the fourth round? Fourth round with Wilder carrying him. Yep. Wow, I mean, I gave I gave Fury a little bit more credit than that, but okay. <laughs> Lucas can be very biased when he's off of somebody, which he is right now. But I'm not doing that. I, I'm I'm going I'm back to biased. Tyson Fury beat Klitschko. I I think you, we can see that that Tyson Fury. I think that he's you always said I was hating on Wilder it's earlier, and now you're saying I'm biased towards him. No, what I'm saying is, you are. You you turned off on the whole heavyweight division, period, okay? You're <laughs> mad because Mike Tyson ain't there no more. 
Oh man. Wow. Well, well the, the good thing is that we can. Oh, weight class. <laughs> I'm just happy we're talking about a heavyweight division back again. Like it's, it's making it's making the sound again. You know what I'm saying? Like people are actually paying attention. And we've been we've been talking about them for a half an hour, so obviously they're they're doing something right there in the heavyweight division. Exactly. Um, yeah, no one moving that, over. <laughs> moving over to the other heavyweight who's not in the mix right now, on his own volition, Anthony Joshua. Um, we'll be fighting for fighting him. as juice. I'm saying who? Uh, he means ass <laughs> juice for y'all. For y'all. Oh, uh, I thought we were getting ready to talk about Dillian White again. I was <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he'll be fighting next month against Pavetkin almost a, a year from today. Um, one, I, I don't understand that fight, but. More importantly, we're just going to go past that. He's fighting on the uh, new DAZN network, who's a streaming network. Uh, I kind of want to get your guys' take on these streaming apps now with ESPN Plus um, and all of that. Uh, this one here, the DAZN, is actually nine ninety nine a month. Now, they're going to have other things other than just matchroom boxing. They have Bellator. They have uh, the World Boxing Series as well. Um, what's your guys' take on the apps and DAZN itself? Good thing or bad thing for boxing? I think, I, I think I'll let you guys know before how I feel about that. I feel like it's it's uh, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But it's mostly like mm, when you're trying to get people to get interested in boxing back again, but then you tell them like, oh, you have to download this app. You know, people really don't. People like easy access. And let's be honest, you know, like if you're trying to get new fans, casual fans, regular fans, uh, a better way to see boxing, maybe you should put it on national television instead of putting it in an app. You know what I'm saying? Like if you really want people to pay attention to boxing, you you want most people to see it, and not just a selected few that are gonna be willing to download an app to watch a fight. In my opinion, I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to chime in with him on and agree with Javi on that one because I'm like, if you're trying to maximize and increase, you know, the casual fans' um, attention and wanting them to, you know, really watch boxing again, I mean, this is no way to do it. And, you know, when you have problems with diehards, we don't, we don't want to pay for the $9.99 fee a month. How are you going to attract even if you do have other you know boxing and mma mixed you know mixed martial arts all that together i mean i see i still think that's a hard sell but on the other hand i do like the access that you know we can possibly be able to have more access to the british fighters that it's hard for us to get you know to to view um as far as streaming or something else, you know, we got to wait till it's over or see it on YouTube or try to go see if somebody else is streaming it on one of our social media pages. So in that respect, I think it is a good thing. But on the flip side, I I don't think it's a great marketing tool as far as increasing numbers for boxing viewership in general. Luke yeah, it almost seems like they're trying to take it. 
it almost seems like they're trying to take advantage of the hardcore boxing fans because common ones are going to be even more confused on where to find the fight. You can't just turn on HBO. You can't just turn on Showtime. You can't turn on ESPN or even Fox. Um, obviously, ideally, I would like boxing to be back on local channels. We want them back on Fox. I want them back on CBS. I want them back where it's free and everybody can see it. Now, if, if that's not available, obviously a lot of people have ESPN. I would love to just have it be on ESPN. However, most of them now are saying, nope, to watch that, you have to go to ESPN Plus and pay for it. It's just extremely, extremely stupid to me. Um, and people are already paying stuff. They're, Remember, they and they're already doing to. Go ahead. All right, hold on, guys. I'm sorry. At the end of my rant, I want y'all to think long and hard about what I'm saying and change your <laughs> minds, okay, and change your minds. It didn't work for PBC. It failed for PBC trying to put these fights together back on local networks. Failed. But you know why? We talked about it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It is failing for ESPN to a sense to where you have a fight like you do last weekend. Barely anybody is talking about it. And it was a good fight. And it was a good, and it wasn't, no. The fights last weekend was streamed live, was aired live on ESPN. That's how much people ESPN know about it. It was ESPN. Brian Jennings was live on yeah, ESPN. Yeah, that was a good fight. Look at, look yeah, at the, that's look my the point. that they're putting out there, though. That's look my point. Look at the names they're putting out there. On the local channel, so they put all the good people for the streaming. But that's why, though. <laughs> but that's why. Because by building that network through a streaming service, you're building up the fan base. Now, just think of how many people out there were streaming pay-per-view events before this stuff started happening. They wouldn't go pay their money to see it, and we're talking about the big fights with Manny Pacquiao fighting, Floyd Mayweather. Even with all the millions that they sold, they lost millions more on the table to people streaming it and everything else. This gives you a great opportunity, and we are boxing analysts. We are boxing bloggers. We are boxing journalists, okay? And there are people out there that are boxing fanatics. These these things allow you not just to see a fight. It allows you to be tuned in 24-7 to a boxing network, and that is the future of boxing. I'm telling you all, that is the future of sport in general. Because, like Shakir said, you get access to these other fighters. Now, yes, Fox was able to put together a a fight that sold a lot of uh, views on Fox recently when they put Berto Alexander. But that's because those were two names that are still interested in the non-casual fans, the people on a Saturday night with no NFL, no football, no playoff baseball or anything going on that want to see a fight with names that they know. But that's that's not going to be the norm, and that's not going to be the norm for these unknown fighters. I absolutely love the fact that they're selling these apps because, to me, nine ninety nine a month is something I'm willing to pay to see, to have 24 access to something that I love. Oh my God! I'm Did sure I sell y'all on it? Back. I'm. I really am because 
you know, you turned a corner with me and I was, I was, I was trying to go with you. Okay. And then I just, I fell off, I fell off the, the Kool-Aid stand when you said that you don't mind paying a $9.99, but my thing is, is like, it's not just $9.99, is it? It's $9.99 here. It's $4.99 there. It's the Showtime um, and HBO premiums. It's the, you know, it's just all of this extra stuff that no other sports fans have to deal with. They don't, they don't, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's to the point now where I'm sitting up here thinking, like, okay, why am I paying for Showtime Premium and HBO service on my cable when I just last weekend had to go on Showtime YouTube and and, and Facebook to watch a fight? Like, now you're getting me two different ways if I, if I had YouTube, you know, if you were subscribed to the YouTube um, cable service, too. But I'm just saying, like, now you just you just stretching us as far as you can stretch us when, I mean, like, go target baseball fans for a minute or football fans. They can just, you know, Thank they just you. jump on and they basically got, you know, all these channels, sports, and it's football on every channel. Like, and, and instead, you're, like, just milking the poor boxing fan to death at this point. I do not want another app, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, if it prevents, like, like if it allows me to to see a fight that for for some boxers, you know, basically making it glo- the boxers global instead of it being pockets of you know a country over here and then you know a country there and then over here like everybody's on separate wavelengths. I do like the globalization that it could have for boxers, but I don't like the fact that they can't all agree to just, you know, figure out a way for us to get a boxing network or at least some type of association. And and then the only other point I got to make, and then we're going to see what y'all thinking, but the only other point I got to make is with the PBC, I don't think that was a good choice for you to use as a reason why we can't have local box, you know, local channels showing boxing again because you know there was a lot of business aspects that they really didn't roll out properly with that pbc plus it's got a lot to do with these promoters that's holding on to different boxers and not allowing the best to fight the best also so my answer to you hold on my answer to you this these apps allow you to pick and choose so get rid of the HBO and the cable for nine ninety nine a month, and I can guarantee each and every one of y'all know what I'm talking about. For a year subscription, it's $120. That's less than one month's cable bill. Okay, that's less than one month worth of cable. Get rid of that junk. They're putting everything out on cable anyway. That's one thing. Hold on, that's one thing. Yeah, go ahead, because I'm going to let you handle this first. <laughs> Listen now. Uh, Rob, now, I, I'm with you on some things, okay? But I, I, I'm very against you on another. You're talking about just nine ninety nine, but let's let's just add this up, okay? To be a boxing fan, let's assume you're paying normal cable for ESPN. Why are you paying I mean, normal cable? Like, why? What do you, you mean? You don't need it. You still have to get regular ESPN. ESPN. You need regular. Oh, my God. We're talking about, for what? 
watching other stuff listen, besides boxing. Listen. Like we can be, you listen. know, we can actually have other things that we there like. There is YouTube out there, forty nine ninety nine a oh. month. You can get that crap you on can. YouTube. Still less than a regular. No, 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 no. Let's let's Hobby, let's, let's bear me up on this hobby. The let's, average fan is uh, not going to have all that crap. Oh, I don't want a cable subscription so I listen. can watch Judge Judy. I'm not. Oh, listen, listen. Well, to be a true boxing fan, and most boxing fans want to watch a fight live. It is not the same to watch a fight that's pre-recorded. The chances are you already saw on Twitter or Facebook who won it anyway. You lose, you lose uh, that wonder, and, and then you end up not even watching the fight because you already know who won. So let's be realistic. And most fighters, especially hardcore fans, they want to see the fights live. To see the fights live, you need at least some kind of cable subscription for ESPN. If you're trying to watch every fight that you know of or every fight that's available to you, you have to have ESPN. Now, you also have to have ESPN Plus. That's an additional $5.99. So you have your cable bill, you have $5.99. You're going to have the local channels anyway. Those are free. Now, you also have to have a Showtime subscription. I don't know about you guys. I think it's $12.99 a month through uh, my DirecTV now. Um, luckily, I get HBO for free, but I believe that's another tip. Okay. And and those two are the used to be the main two Showtime and HBO, but now we have DAZN. You may even want ESPN Deportes because some fights come on there, um, and, and that's not including the the DAZN and and all these other apps now that seem to be popping up out of nowhere. Hey, that, that's hey, also hey, not including an internet bill to to run these things. They are milking it dry now. Nope. Let me also defend Rob. Let me defend Rob because everybody has this thing where they think boxing is is boxing. So I should be able to just watch boxing. And I agree with you guys. We should be able to just watch boxing. I turn on Sunday to watch NFL, and to me that's football. But we're forgetting football is a sport. You can watch Canadian football. You can watch European football. And that's what boxing is. Boxing does not have an NFL. Maybe we need an NFL, but that's not what we have. We have boxing, and boxing is sprinkled out through all this godforsaken land. (laughs) So everybody's trying to be the next UFC of boxing or the NFL of boxing. We don't have that. So this DAZ, they're trying it. PBC tried it. And I I have to commend Al Heyman for trying to do – a very good deed, and bring back boxing to the local channels. However, he did not do so correctly. He needed to bring back the big names, the big matchups. But then right. he was transferring those over to Showtime and airing them on Showtime or mm-hmm. putting them on a pay-per-view. I want to see a pay-per-view-worthy fight come to local channels. It would do amazing just in advertisement sales. Do you know what they would do for Deontay Wilder Fury on advertisement sales. I mean, you you can do that. I know there's only a minute between, but you have to think if you air the whole undercard, you're going to have advertisement between those. You're going to have the minute between rounds. They could rack in Super Bowl type money for ads. They really could. But it's just not utilized anymore. I don't understand why. They're not even promoting I'm sorry. They're not even promoting the different the, the boxer as a as a as a product anymore, because you know, no. to me, 
Roger, he should be on that Wheaties box, you know, like back in the day. Like that. I agree. Boxing is, is now the black boxing? sheep of sports. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing is the black sheep of sports. It's it's long forgotten. It's it's behind closed doors. It's something that uh is not glamorized like it ever was back in the eighties and and, and uh, beyond. But it, it needs to be. And I think Al Heyman gave it a shot, but he didn't do it correctly. He he was on the right path. He had good intentions. So so Rob, I see what you're getting at. It, it can make it a global sport. It's giving you access to things that maybe we wouldn't um, have access to. Some of those fights, I agree that DAN is putting on. I'm not going to have access to. I wouldn't be able to watch. So I agree with what you're saying to a certain degree, but it's a little bit of both sides. I think it's it's not one way or another. Um, can we shout out my 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 dad? He was listening and he he texts me, you guys. He wants you to know that you can't just get rid of cable because you have other people in your family that want to watch, <laughs> you know, regular cable channels. <laughs> hey, my kids. Yeah, shout out. Shout out, shout out, Dad! I'm looking at it right, right now. YouTube TV, forty dollars a month. Pops, go with that. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got ABC, Fox, NBC, all the ESPN channels on here. FX, you even have the MLB channel on here. Additional network, Showtime for eleven dollars. Now you're at fifty-one. You add your internet in there, but I don't know about y'all, but my cable bill is over two hundred dollars a month. I'd rather pay fifty-one plus another twenty-five, whatever, for internet than two hundred dollars a month. <laughs> Wait a minute! You were just advertising for us to get rid of our cable, like you didn't have cable. You sitting up here telling me that right now you actually have cable. Yes, I do. I don't you have it. Yourself all together, Rob. <laughs> Rob, you you were like basically like don't for Trump, don't vote for Trump. I voted for Trump, but y'all don't vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what now you that, said. Oh my God, uh, we need to move up. on though. We need I, to move on. Back. I do not support Trump. Trump. I just need to get that out there. Oh, of course not. But we have this weekend Ramondo Beltring versus Pedraza. Uh, guys, I want you to give kind of how you see this fight going and who you got coming out on top. Um, I personally love Beltran, and uh, I love his style anyways, but this is not going to be an easy fight for him at all. Uh, Jose Pedraza is definitely a skilled guy, but more importantly what's on the line here is whoever the wins this is more than likely going to end up facing uh, Vasil Lomachenko. Um, but guys, who, who wants to take it first? Okay. Well, Tim says that they have the forum already on standby for that Lomo um, fight, and as long as um, as long as Ray gets, yeah, Beltran gets gets through this fight. I mean, it's pretty much a done deal. So I wish him the best because I love me some Beltran. Like he he's a warrior up in there. Like, and now you see I posted that he had a picture where he he was like actually sleep holding his belt, like so you like thinking like, damn, it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be hard to try to pull that away from him. 
<laughs> man, that that man waited like ten years for that belt. Trust me, he he, he probably sleep with it every day. <laughs> he had that but thing covered up like it was a woman. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I I also I love Ray Beltran. I think the fight might go to distance. Uh, Beltran kind of just one thing I don't really like about Beltran is that he he he, he stays doing the same. He don't adjust much, and Pedraza. Uh, they call him the sniper for a reason. He he's pretty fast, and if he comes with a great game plan, you know, hey, he, he might he might he might pull the upset. But it's gonna be I see it as a fifty fifty fight, and I'm a, I'm a Ray Trump fan, so I'm gonna go with him. Yeah, yeah you know. I, I don't know if it'd be a huge upset. I mean, Pedraza is no easy stepping stone. Go go ahead, Rob. Well, just to speak on it, the crazy factor in this whole thing was it was built originally to be um, a stepping stone fight for uh, Beltran versus Lomo. That's the crazy part. Being as he had it, it's in his hometown in Arizona. <clears throat> it's his title defense. He he obviously has a shot at Lomachenko, but it was a different opponent originally slated for this fight. It was a, a different opponent, a lesser-known opponent than Pedraza, he ends up getting out this fight, and Pedraza steps in, which is a way better and a way harder fight. And Tim Bradley mentioned that in the commentator last weekend. It's even a harder fight for Beltran now. So now he's really going to have to earn this shot at Lomachenko. I think it's going to be a great fight um, as far as our money's worth. We're going to get our money's worth out of it being as Beltran doesn't want to lose the title for nobody. Um, Pedraza sees this as a great opportunity in his possibility of um, stepping in and getting a shot at Lomachenko. You know, so this is a, a, going to be a, a great fight. It's a make-or-break fight. Um, the issue with Beltran is it's just like Javi said, comes forward and, and fights in the same style. Very little adjustments that he makes between each fight. Um, he just comes forward, fights the fight, takes a lot of punishment, especially considering how he won the title. And we all saw that. He had to take a lot of punishment and go through a lot just to get that title. So I know he doesn't want to let it go. But Pedraza is a a very savvy fighter. You know, he's a very savvy fighter in there. He's quick. That's going to cause a major issue for Beltran. Um, I don't want to say it. I hate saying this because I hate picking against guys like Beltran, but to me, Styles make fights. I think Pedraja is sharper. He's going to be much quicker. I think he's going to earn a decision victory. He's going to go to the scorecards, and I think he's going to earn a close decision victory for Pedraza. I can see that. I can see that, right? That is very well possible. Um, now, yeah. I, I definitely agree with Sakura. I mean, the, the, him sleeping with the belt, you know, he got kind of screwed by uh, Ricky Burns back in the day. That wasn't a draw. I think he clearly won. He should have had the belt back then. Um, but, like you were saying, Pedraza, you know, he, he can move. He, he's a little bit more uh, able to stay away from Beltran. And you're right, Beltran's going to have to eat some punches to be able to get inside. Uh, with that being said, though, Petraza really not the most powerful guy. He has a uh, 48% KO ratio, so not mm. too worried about Beltran getting knocked out in this. I think anything that 
Pedraza can can dish out. Beltran can handle. Um, he stops him in the late round. I think he should make it a very physical fight. Like I think I think he's his physicality is, you know, gonna gonna make him well gonna take him to the to the W basically. Oh, you you yeah. bet. If it and, and the style is gonna really determine, like like Rob said, the style is gonna determine the fight. If it's an ugly fight, rough and tumble, Beltran wins. If it's a boxing match, Pedraza's gonna win. Right, and and that's just my issue with Beltran is, is I don't see him being able to stop the boxer. I don't see him being able to stop it from being a, a boxing match. And okay, and so, so you don't think he, Beltran can cut off the ring, or or get inside a, mm-hmm. a good enough and long enough to establish anything, any kind of damage mm-hmm. I don't, to, to break through that barrier. I, I think I don't see it. I don't. I see him moving forward, getting hit with, getting hit first, getting hit often, and and having to back up because he's getting caught with too much fire. I see him landing a few shots here and there enough, maybe to sway a round or two, you know, uh, or so. But I really see it more so him coming forward and getting caught with more combinations and more shots throughout the whole fight. I see him going through fire. That's what I see. Hmm. Well, we will see. Oh, you can you can bet your bottom dollar. I'll be messaging y'all like I told you, I told you. Well, what you gonna message us when you wrong? <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm that's rare, true. I'm rarely wrong. Nah, we ain't gonna hear from you then. I'm ra- rarely I'm wrong. Rarely. <laughs> um, Rob, I'm asking you because your man Javante Davis. Was able to knock out Pedraza in the seventh. Does that have any different bearing on, on whether you Di- oh, you, you think levels. is below Davis? Way below. Both fighters way below. Davis is a different level. That's a way different level than either of those two fighters. Explain to me why you think that is the case. What has Javante <laughs> Davis shown you that, that makes you think he's he's some god among men? Pedraza, no, no, Pedraza no, obviously, because he got. Oh, I know. I, like I know Javante you want Davis. me to. I'm just saying he hasn't proved well, anything as of yet. He's still a growing fighter, so I'm. I'm just Beltran's an established veteran, so I'm just trying to get where you're coming from. Pedraza, obviously, because he dominated Pedraza and then knocked him out. Beltran, I don't feel like he's one-sided and one-dimensional. Gervonta is not. Javante has great skill level, tremendous skill level. He's not by all any means one-dimensional. Thing that's crazy, even more crazy about Tank than what nobody's giving him credit for, will people see it? But I believe that he his power is something unbelievable at that weight, at 135. I think he's the most powerfulest fighter in that whole division. Oh well, I can agree with that. I I could see that, but but and, there's no denying that that Beltran Javante Davis, if the fight were to happen, is going to be very competitive. I mean, that's to me I that's a fifty fifty fight. To me that's fifty fifty fight. Sakura, Javi, you guys agree or no? Fired. I think that'd be a fire fight. Like, ooh, I couldn't wait to see it. Fifty fifty. Uh, um, Javi fight. You said fifty fifty. 
Yeah, 50-50. Hmm. Now no. I have to get the edge to tank in that one. <laughs> and really? No. Hey, let me how tell much, you why, Lucas. Did you, the 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 <laughs> Did you see the Terrence Crawford fight? Did you see the Terrence Crawford fight? He put Beltran in a whole nother zip code. Beltran wasn't even in the ring with Terrence Crawford that night. He wasn't even in you the ring. You just said earlier, though, it's, it's a different Dennis. style, man. It's a different style. Yeah. Crawford can make anybody look like that. It's just the style. And, and, and Crawford's... And the level. He's a boxer yeah. puncher. Yeah. And, and the level. talking about level. Exactly. Crawford is pound-for-pound pound level. Uh, as and much as I like Javante Davis, man. he has potential, but there's a difference between not being there yet and being there. Like... Crawford's in his prime. He's ready. He's he's one of the best right now. He's in the contender for top pound for pound. There there might be like a, a tie, but he's a, he's up there. I mean, Javante Davis hasn't beat those guys yet. Now he could eventually get there, and I believe he will be in the top ten pound for pound really soon, uh, especially if he gets some of the fights that he wants. And uh, I would love to see him in some of these fights. Very entertaining fighter, but he just hasn't proved that yet. I don't know how long he can stay in this in his current weight class. That's one thing, you know, because he's still bulking up and getting larger, you know. But I will yeah, say, if that fight was today, if that fight was today, I'd have to lean towards Tank because you know he got. I mean, if he catch you, that's that's another situation where you know that's your ass. You out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Gervonta uh, versus Crawford. I think would look something like Beltran versus Crawford. That's just me. Oh, yeah, but that's like a totally I said, different it's just, style. Yeah. Well, it's style. I, Beltran's a similar style to, to to Davis. That's why I think it's more of a 50-50 type fight. But, um, again, I'd love to see it, and uh, hopefully we get uh, Javante Davis on the line with us uh, in the upcoming weeks. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. This was a good, tough talk tonight, and we hope to see you again. Had a great night. Thank you, guys.